Hi, my name is Elizabeth Threlkeld. I am a senior fellow and deputy director of the South Asia program at the Stimson Center in Washington, DC. I'm here today with Kate Clark, who's co-director of the Afghanistan Analyst Network. Um, and we are gonna be talking about Afghanistan uh, with all eyes on the May 1st withdrawal deadline for US forces. Uh, there's been a flurry of regional diplomacy in recent weeks. Uh, we saw a meeting in Moscow with a number of regional participants in the middle of March, uh, the recent Heart of Asia meeting at the end of March, um, and looking forward to a planned conference in Istanbul in mid-April uh, with a number of regional players at least invited or potentially on board. So Kate, maybe to start out, um, you've been watching this region for a couple of decades now. Um, I wonder on the regional side in particular, uh, how similar or different this feels to uh, the first Bonn conference in 2001 in terms of uh, the regional picture that we're seeing unfold? Well, it couldn't be more different. Um, in 2001, everyone was on side um, at the Bonn conference. And remember, even Iran had been sitting down, Iranian intelligence had been sitting down with the CIA to share targeting information. Russia was on side. Um, Pakistan was cowed by what had happened on the 11th of September in America, uh, was not really backing um, its main ally, which was the Taliban then and now. Everyone was on side. And this is what makes the idea of having a Bantu, of having regional support for an Afghan peace process so questionable, I'd say. And, my, my colleague Thomas Rutig reported at the weekend on the Moscow conference and how every player in the region and the global players, for none of them is Afghanistan a central foreign policy issue. And all of them have some shared interests, some conflicts, none of which are to do with Afghanistan. And the idea that these disparate players might come on board to support a peace process I find quite fantastic, I have to say. And, you know, we can see that particularly, I guess, with, um, you know, two countries that you've been looking at, I know, which is India and Pakistan. Yeah, absolutely. I think that uh, very much tracks with what I've been hearing from colleagues in, in both places. You know, for Pakistan, um, it has long seen its interest in Afghanistan through the lens of India and Indian influence there. Um, to its credit, it certainly has played a facilitating role to date in terms of bringing the Taliban to the table. Um, but the inclusion of India among the countries um, invited to the upcoming Istanbul conference did not go unnoticed in Islamabad um, and has really raised concerns in terms of the role that India could be playing in the process going forward. Um, I think it's safe to say that uh, the extent to which Pakistan has had a seat at the table um, and India has been less involved so far has helped to allay some of Pakistan's threat perceptions with regards to the Indian role. Uh, but as that looks uh, like it might be changing, I think that uh, brings into mind Pakistan's um, other strategic calculations. By that same token, though, uh, you know, Pakistan, I think, is increasingly concerned about the potential for spillover effects of an increase in violence in Afghanistan. If we are to see a U.S. withdrawal or things um, unfortunately uh, fall apart going forward. And so they do have some motives to 
continue participating in the process, trying to reach some sort of um, stable situation. But those competing threat perceptions, I think we'll have to wait and see how those play out depending on um, the broader regional picture in South Asia. And, you know, from the Indian side, I think they've long felt excluded from the peace process um, and concerned about their own security interests vis-a-vis Pakistan and uh, the terrorism threat, um, depending on how things play out in Afghanistan. So still, uh, I think TBD in terms of what any Indian participation might look like going forward. Um, They did attend the inaugural session of the Doha talks virtually um, and participated in the the recent Heart of Asia conference. Um, I think interestingly, Foreign Minister Jay Shankar um, called for a, quote, double peace, um, which he defined as a peace within Afghanistan and peace around Afghanistan. So awareness of the regional picture there. But like you said, I think the, the challenge being this time around that regional countries really do seem to have um, competing interests in which Afghanistan is implicated, but is not directly um, the source of, of their interests there. Um, on, the, so, on, the, on the ground, though, Elizabeth, I'd have to say you know, Pakistan says nice things. But you talk to people coming back, Taliban and others, and the ISI is fully on board with the military strategy of the Taliban. And this is what makes me worried, is that all those countries in the past, they've been involved in the civil war in the in the 90s, and they all had their proxies. So, you know, the region can be supportive, but at the very at the same time, it can be it can be absolutely um, a force for chaos and for and for continuing violence in Afghanistan. Unfortunately so, with hedging behavior. Um, Well, Kate, it's been a pleasure. We'll have to see where this goes, but thank you so much. Bye-bye.